Welcome to the Primitive Podcast. I'm your host, Roger Bojan. That first song was an unreleased Primitive Brutality song, another one uh, creatively titled PB27B. None of these have real names. And uh, that's an unreleased, unfinished track, which is going to be kind of the theme of this podcast this time. It's going to be all uh, small projects and stuff that uh, never got finished up. Stuff from my previous studios that I've had, whether they be in the house or an actual physical location. As well as uh, a couple of one-off little projects, attempted collaborations with human beings. That old chestnut. Right after that primitive song was, uh, until now, unreleased uh, song called Brutal Vomit from a project called Brutal Vomit, which was uh, goes way back. I mean, way back to the 90s, uh, maybe even 80s, actually, the idea for Brutal Vomit, but never really became anything back then. I had a little piece of artwork, a buddy of mine, Jason, from uh, high school drew, so that tells you how far back that goes, actually. Uh, 80s, more like it. And uh, But nothing really written, just a concept of making a band back then. And then uh, sometime when uh, I had the crypt, which I'll get into that in a minute, um, what the crypt is, uh, or was, and uh, that was around, uh, I guess, early 90s, late 80s, when this stuff actually, uh, a couple of, like one tune and a few uh, prototype riffs got recorded. But that one tune survived, sort of. Uh, with some nonsense pitch-shifted vocals and whatnot, using an old hardware-based pedal from way back that doesn't even exist anywhere anymore, at least in my collection. Somebody's got it. Somebody took it somewhere along the way. When you have a a studio, a lot of stuff just uh, ends up missing. Anyone, uh, or even a practice room, stuff ends up missing. Many of you know uh, that story. Uh, The story of the crypto... This is, uh, I guess, uh, shortly out of high school, a couple of years maybe, and uh, uh, me and a buddy got the uh, bright idea, let's rent uh, a place and start a a practice rehearsal room for bands and all that, and uh, like underground style, just, you know, hey, we've got 200 bucks, bag of weed, let's do it. Um, So we rented this really shady place from this guy, Ed. It was the basement of an old school in Yonkers. And uh, we had a whole bunch of rooms, no heat. We had kerosene heaters in there that were poisoning all of us for sure. And uh, we had to build stages, platforms, build our own speakers, build a whole bunch of shit. Uh, The cheapest we could do it all and get a terrible place together that was awful and cold. But uh, (laughs) totally underground and ended up having more parties there than anything really got accomplished. Uh, That's not true. There's a lot of stuff that got recorded in there and a lot of early... Hopefully, uh, mortician stuff that will surface in this uh, box of tapes and old stuff that I have that I have to go through, and uh, I'm sure will provide plenty of entertainment for future podcasts. But uh, for this podcast, I did dig up quite a few things, and it'll probably end up stretching across two podcasts. We'll see. But uh, let's start getting through it. I mentioned a buddy of mine, and we uh, started that project uh, that. Um, place together and uh you know uh, i guess uh business partner but even though it wasn't really a business it was like uh you know hey we got 20 bucks out of someone to jam for a couple hours cool uh let's throw a keg party this weekend and that was it you know we just uh had a couple of rooms and like i said total low budget couple of old couches in there and uh, it was a really weird place actually that uh, i'll try and dig up a picture of it i don't know what became of it the school if it's opened again if it's doing whatever i have to look that up but uh, i'll put something on the website i'll throw a picture of where it was and uh i think we paid 700 bucks for three rooms or two rooms it was like a we, we attempted to build some kind of entry uh desk and all i don't know it was crazy but like i said we ended up just having keg parties there and they uh, apparently used the garage there i'm uh, not the garage the um <laughs> the auditorium there for uh, soundstage and Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, for some reason, props from that movie were in there, and, and the whole uh, auditorium was soundproof. But it was weird. We'd, we'd run around this school after hours because, I mean, we had the keys for it and could get into the whole place, and it was uh, it was crazy. It was a creepy place and uh, had all kinds of tunnels and caverns in the walls with bags of 
was probably asbestos and shit in there. But uh, uh, anyway, some recording did get done there. And uh, my buddy who I started that with, who uh, I'll leave his name out of this, uh, he was uh, before Prosthetic Cunt. I had another band called Note, Not of This Earth, and that was actually my first alien band, uh, I think. I don't think there was anything before that with aliens. Um, But Note predates Prosthetic, and uh, Note, uh, I was Calm, the king of mint, because that was uh, how long ago that was when the word mint was uh, being used, uh, if it was ever being used, and... um, we had a, a term "fi" that we would use "fi" for fucking idiot whenever something situation was "fi" or, or somebody's fucking "fi." Then that was double fucking fucking idiot. And uh, "fi" lives on because uh, I say that word daily. But uh, anyway, the guy I started the studio with, he was King Fi, and uh, we had a band note, and we were aliens, and that was uh, my first alien band, and it was. Uh, Jammed basically on the mortician gear. Whenever mortician was uh, would record something, then note would uh, go on in there or and, and jam or like we would set up the studio for mortician to record by jamming some note stuff, like just getting a level and, and whatnot. And we'd just write stupid shit, and it was uh, meaningless and not even more meaningless than uh, well, maybe not, maybe not as meaningless as prosthetic. Prosthetic's really ash- abstract; doesn't mean shit. Um, but these songs, some of these meant some things. The titles, but. Uh, I guess not really. There's no fucking lyrics. It's dumb shit. Uh, the only uh, actually prosthetic covered a, a note song, and that is fucker in the ass, puncher in the head, and that was a running theme for these particular aliens. Uh, yeah. So, without any further ado, I've already wasted enough of your time with this nonsense and babble. But I, I warned you. Says it in the description. There will be nonsense. Uh, this first song from Note. It's unreleased. I uh, forget what demo it's on or whatever. Who knows? But I, I did find this uh, in a couple of files. Um, this one is uh, Screaming on Crescent Street. And Crescent Street is where that guy, Ed, who rented us the place, lived. And we know that because uh, King Fi and I were standing there outside the school one day. Uh, just hang, you know, we were discussing just some bullshit about rent and the place and renting, you know, whatever with the, with the landlord guy, with the with the guy, Ed. And he just kind of drifted on us while we're standing there, stared at some drain, and uh, said, you know, the, the drain is falling. I, I live on Crescent Street, you know. And he just kind of left it hanging there. And me and King Fire were like, what the fuck? What? What is this guy on? Anyway, uh, so that inspired probably five to ten songs right there. And this is Screaming on Crescent Street, which is one of them. And uh, I'm going to quit babbling. Here it is. You'll uh, recognize the, the sound a little bit. It's, it sounds like another familiar band, but it's uh, the, the silly version of it. Anyway, here you go. Screaming on Crescent Street. <laughs> silly uh that one's got no lyrics because uh, the guitars are doing the screaming on that one all around uh nonsensical fun and uh, i'm not gonna babble because that was a big block of babbling and i'm gonna try and keep it uh somewhat quick which means i'm lying uh <laughs> i'm already wasted more than time on this little break than i wanted to but uh here we go so like i said fucking her in the ass and punching her in the head was a running theme and fucking her again and that's all these aliens knew in this particular band and uh this next one is also from note this is uh also unreleased and this is fuck her again <laughs> Fuck her again. 
and utter uh, stupidity and fun. You know, uh, it's what uh, young death metalers in their early 20s did then. Uh, no, they didn't. So I uh, mentioned that uh, a lot of uh, random stuff got recorded there, and I'm going to try to keep this moving. Uh, another small project that only turned out maybe uh, maybe like eight songs, four and four, I think, two batches of tunes uh, on this. I'll play one from each here I got. And um, <clears throat> this was done with a good buddy of mine named Callie. You know him from Mortal Decay. He, play, he sang uh, with those cats for a little while and way back Around the time we did this, he was in a band called Death Rune from uh, Yonkers, and uh, they jammed at the studio back in the day, and uh, there's a recording floating around somewhere, hopefully, that will surface of those cats that everybody had been pestering me for for 100 years, because I'm 100 years old. But this was uh, one of those projects you do in like an hour, you know, each time you jam and you pump out a bunch of songs and you just try and write as stupid as you can and quick and uh, make like like make a band, let's make a band, let's make a band tonight, you know, that kind of uh, attitude. And this was Cunt Hater, this uh, really nice, and this was unreleased stuff again, and uh, this was again done on kind of the mortician gear with a mortician-y kind of production as uh, much of the stuff uh, was, was back then because uh, a lot of recording I did was obviously mortician. So I'm, you know, it's my guitar sound that I had set up for back then. And a lot of uh, times we just picked up Will's bass. Will bass, Will's bass was hanging around and we just threw the pedal on and a lot of the stuff had the Will bass sound on it there. But uh, this first song, uh, I did some vocals on uh, some of the songs. Kelly did vocals on some of them. And the first one I did vocals on, the second one I'm going to play, he did. And uh, all real offensive, really. I mean, obviously, it's called Contator. And uh, the first one is Anal Intruder, and this one is all about the Will bass sound. You'll hear. Here it goes. That was probably maybe done around the time a little bit before House by the Cemetery came out. I don't know. You kids can look up the dates. Um, I could look at the file, but the file would be wrong because this is old analog stuff that was transferred to digital long ago, so I can't go by file names. But uh, And once I open up that analog box of tapes, it's up in the air when that stuff was done, unless it's labeled, which <laughs> who writes labels on things? Not me back then, at least. So uh, I'm going to play another one. This one has Kelly doing vocals on it. Uh, this is another Cunt Hater song from the unreleased Cunt Hater, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, tape we made for people back then. I don't even think we, I don't think we made many copies. This was just like, uh, you know, again, one of those bands you just do uh, for fun, just to be stupid and uh, play with a sound. You know, we were playing with the mortician sound, basically, you know, writing another little project with that kind of same production and playing around with that, because uh, that kind of sound was newish. But, you know, back then, the uh, distorted bass over the top, you know, uh, loud, uh, way, way, way too high level type of sound. Uh, so, again, without any further ado, this one is Cunt Hater, Rotten Hole. <laughs> Thank you. 
Ah, little uh little weird uh, pitch bomb there, probably uh when it was transferred over to cool edit. I think that was about the best we were getting those days was um you'd record it all on your multi like multi track digital wasn't there yet. It was uh, the, a lot of the stuff I'm playing t- on this podcast is going to be like all of the, almost all of this was recorded analog, old 688, and uh, maybe some of this was on ADAT. I think uh, well, the mortician stuff I'm going to play later, and some malignancy might have been digital. Uh, yeah, it was definitely because that was Pocono stuff. And uh, but the really old stuff I'm playing up front here is uh, all analog and like that shitty. I, I call it shitty, but it was shitty. It was a very thin tape. Again, it was what a, a couple of d- dumb young kids could afford for their pretend studio back in the day. And uh, it wasn't all nonsense, uh, over-the-top, loud, distorted projects. Sometimes we tried to tone it down and get an actual good recording out of that place. And uh, I mentioned previous uh, on previous podcasts that uh, primitive brutality got its kind of origins around then, and uh, one of the cats I used to jam with back then, drummer Mike, who was on uh, those couple of tracks on Ten Years and played drums <clears throat> on that stuff. I think around this time we were was when we were calling ourselves debauchery, but like I said, it never got out of the rehearsal room, never played gigs or anything like that, and uh, it was just a couple of tunes that we were trying to just rehearse. But uh, again, real loose, and another another buddy of mine named Luke who I uh, just uh, caught up with the other day on Facebook just Facebook just to get uh, a couple of the dates straight. And it was uh, d- uh, pr- probably around early 90s, mid-90s, around the time Dark Empire, uh, the comic books came out, the Star Wars ones, because Luke and I and speak. Luke and I speak in Star Wars time. Uh, <laughs> and he was on base on this project. And uh, this was kind of early, early, uh, we might have been calling ourselves Creature. I don't remember. I don't remember what we were calling ourselves at the time. But um, I will just call a bunch of these Crypt Jams. And it's all unreleased stuff. And this is actually us doing uh, a cover of an of an Unleashed uh, song called If They Had Eyes. And uh, I love this recording because it has an awful, awful, terrible off note at the end on the harmonies. It's so bad. But uh, again, these were just for fun. This wasn't released on anything. This was just something we did. And for some reason, never went back and fixed that note, which bothers me to this day. And one day, hopefully we'll find the original uh, multi-track recording of this and I'll fix that fucking note. But for now, (laughs) here's our cover of If They Had Eyes.
uh, not bad for a couple of uh, 23, 24-year-old kids in on uh, very primitive gear. And that's appropriate because this is the Primitive Podcast. And uh, I don't know, should I take a minute to plug anything? I mean, I guess, do I, do I have to do that shit every podcast? I don't want to. So, you know what? I answered it. I'm not. You know what it is. Uh, go to the website or Facebook page. However, you're hearing this. If you're hearing this, then you, you know where to. what the fuck. So, I guess uh, that's the last of that. Plugging shit. Unless I have something important to plug. Mortician flags. They're in stock now. Get one while the getting's good. All right. Um, this next one, I'm going to play a, a Primitive Brutality song. This is uh, an unreleased version of Cannabinoid, and this is uh, quite a different version. And you'll see, uh, uh, you're going to hear a bunch of different versions of stuff you've heard. That's that's. Uh, we're going to move on to some other, other stuff here and leave the uh, realm of you've never heard it stuff. And I'm going to bore you with songs you've already heard a thousand times or not. And uh, I'll give you some different versions of them. So uh, this first one is a different version of Cannabinoid and a lot changed in this song from this uh, early version that I believe for you nerds was done with a uh, DM4 Line 6 pedal through I don't remember what, probably through some kind of uh, direct box and then into an old Soundcraft Euro board into, I don't remember what we recorded with. Maybe um, maybe I recorded this with, uh, I think the ARC-24, old school analog to digital input device for computers back in the day. But uh, here you go, Cannabinoid. <laughs> different stuff going on in that song a lot of riffs disappeared replaced with other riffs but uh the general general gist of that song remained the same the beats uh, primarily stayed the same but um point being songs go through mutated uh, uh mutations they go through mutations over the lifetime like by the time you get a song rest assured it's like version 10 version 12 version 100 you know who knows uh, how long a particular you know band or project was has been working on that tune and going uh, through stages here's uh, here's a, here's an interesting little here's a little weird jam this is uh, not metal anything but this this will sh- illustrate like a, how an idea can mutate this is this is a couple little this is something i was jamming on an acoustic guitar uh, a long time ago and uh, i forget when i'm not even going to bother with times everything i play here is ancient so just know that. But uh, this is another, we'll call it Crip Jams. This is, uh, the file's just called Blanc, and there's like three versions of it. And you can hear how like the original pure version of like this idea, and then the next version, which is like a more produced version, and then a, 
a totally different version, but uh, here I'll start with a so you can you can see what I'm talking about here. This 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 particular little ditty or whatever you want to call it. This one here. Listen. <laughs> not written for any particular purpose other than entertaining myself and, uh, you know, just a little jam. And then, uh, you know, I just want to show you, like, there's the original idea of what, you know, a riff, you know, that particular riff was rolling around in my head. And then, you know, as a musician, you go, oh, I'm going to do a better version of that or I'm going to do a different version of that. Let me re-record that. Let me work on it again. And then uh, you come up with a, a different version. And this this here is this is the version two of that. And you'll note the differences here. You can see, while it's it's may have may have gained a few things, it's also lost something from that original version. Like it's definitely lost something, right? I mean, you can feel it. And uh, while it may be a good version on its own, it's definitely different. And this is uh, probably why you hear a lot of old time guys in the metal scene go, "Yo, the demos, the demos, man, the demos were the fucking best." And that's because the demos probably were the best because that's usually the uh, the raw version. Of, of something and then by the time you fuck with it and poke at it and you keep messing with it you you fucked it up and uh this this last version of this this little thing called blanc i mean while it's kind of neat it's totally fucked up the original idea and you'll see what i mean <laughs> So, see, at this point now, it's, I mean, it's, it's on paper, it's produced awesome, sounds killer, dig that bass sound, it's it's peppy, isn't it peppy? It's so much more peppy, isn't it? Fuck. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's totally lost the original feeling of what the fuck that riff was. Like, that's a shadow of what it was. And my point in playing these three stupid little things I found here was uh, that... Uh, some you know if you're not in a band or you don't hang out with with bands and you know you're not privy to like band rehearsal you don't know that like uh usually songs start out with uh, a a core couple of members in a band like two guys usually usually guitarist drummer some form of that i mean vocalists do their thing they write lyrics they do their thing but musically it's a couple guys usually like it's it gets down to two guys who are the creative force in a band and they work out the song and that's where the song is uh, in the larval stage and formulated and usually in its raw most raw pure version of the intent of that and then as uh you know maybe another guitar player or the bass player learns it or whatever or you know we start pulling it together as a band you've played it now 700 times and uh, you're sick of it. You don't want to play the new one. You want to go back to the other one. You haven't played this one in a while, and it starts getting boring like everything. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you, it changes. So it totally changes. So it's, it's for me personally, it's always fun to go back and listen to crazy rehearsal versions of stuff. And uh, there's a few. Back in the day, there was, there was uh, you know, our own Mortician's got rehearsal stuff out there that Roy at Necroharmonic put out. And uh, there's, there's rehearsal tapes from plenty of bands back in the day. 
most of them uh, in my good buddy Will Raymer's personal collection. You know, he used to write to the planet doing snail mail uh, back in the day and uh, has so many weird, rare tapes, like, you know, stuff from Barney from Napalm would write him, and he used to write with everybody from overseas and uh, get tapes sent back and forth back in the day. Um, but uh, those rehearsal versions are sick, and uh, I'm sure Will would agree with me because he's a big fan of the original versions of a lot of stuff. And uh, I'm going to play something here that uh, was a fun treat uncovering. I found a bunch of rehearsal stuff uh, from Malignancy Days, and uh, this is me on drums and Mr. Ron Kachnik on guitar. And this is uh, from uh, this is unreleased material, but it is Malignancy from uh, Cross Species from around that era. And this is uh, probably one of the first times Ron and I pulled the song together in maybe one of its first versions. And it's just Ron and I jamming in uh, my old studio in the Poconos in the basement basement studio there. And uh, you'll hear it's 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 a totally more raw version. And uh, I won't babble anymore. Here you go. Cross-species transmutation. Clicks and flubs and all kinds of stuff from yours truly here on the uh, the percussion there, but uh, you can hear totally different vibe and uh, uh, you know different from the produced version, obviously. And uh, we're coming up on the forty minutes now, so I'm only gonna play a couple more for this podcast, and then uh, I guess I'm gonna probably break these down these these uh, bits from the crypt here. Uh, these uh, there's I guess that's the name of this one. Um, and uh, we'll make this a series. This will be uh, this will be uh, part one, and we'll just continue this, I guess, because I will be uncovering, I'm sure, a bunch of old stuff like I'm playing tonight on uh, future episodes. And uh, we'll bounce back to this concept in between uh, other stuff that is yet to be determined. I have no idea what's going on with this podcast. Just kind of fucking driving the boat, hoping there's an island out there somewhere that, you know, we'll get to. We'll get to it, I'm sure, you know, and eventually... It's like an hour, and then I can upload it. So, um, <laughs> before I start rambling off into oblivion, uh, I'm going to play another one from uh, the malignancy here with uh, the mighty Ron Kachnik and myself on uh, myself on the percussion there. This one is um, Ovarian Incubation, the rehearsal version. <laughs> Thank you. 
had a lot of fun in those days uh, playing drums with Deron there. We were uh, out of our minds and uh, having fun making the grinds. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play one more from uh, the malignancy here. And uh, this is, uh, again, another version of... Uh, Old version of a song here. This goes back a little further from the cross-species era. This goes back to Motivated by Hunger. And this is, in fact, Motivated by Hunger. And this, again, is probably the first time we pulled this song together and uh, got a version of it together that we we dug and we're kind of like, all right, that's kind of close to the to the final again. So mid mid version of, of this song, maybe... Uh, or no, no, and this might be one of the, I don't know. I'm just babbling. Well, you know, I tell you probably so much incorrect shit, but I don't know. Sounds all right, right? You know? <laughs> anyway, this uh, this is one of the early versions. Maybe, perhaps, the f- the first time we pulled this one together. This is uh, me and Ron again. Uh, malignancy, working out the tunes. This is motivated by hunger. No vocal version again. Uh, we'll call it uh, motivated by hunger first version. Maybe. stage probably the first time we recorded that and uh just terrible terrible drumming on that one just <laughs> fucking uh sloppy but that's those first versions you know they're just uh they are what they are and they're fun um i'm gonna play one more and then we'll call this a show and the one thing i will plug again is uh Please send me your links to your music if you'd like me to play your music on this podcast. Go to primitivepodcast.com and uh, hit up the link there to submit a song with your links. And you're okay that I can include your song on the podcast for download. All right, we're going to wrap this episode up. I uh, thank you for listening. Um, Submit your songs. This uh, this last one here, uh, I didn't get to a bunch, and that's good, because uh, next week, going to be another Bits from the Crypt. Episode 2 we'll do there, um, or uh, part 2 or whatever. And uh, this last one uh, is uh, from Mortician. It's an original mixed version, and by that I mean the final version of this song, but this is the mix that we did. You know, we always would, you know, we would master our own... Uh, stuff will and i would do it and then we'd send it off to them and they would remaster it and change it and put it on cd but uh this is the original version of this tune and uh i'll say good night 
and uh, or good morning. Who knows when you're listening to this? I'll say goodbye. That's what I'll say for now. And uh, next week we'll be back with uh, we, you know, all the people in my head, me, them, you. We're going to have a party. Um, <laughs> all right. This last one, like I said, this is our original mix. You guys can put it up against the the uh, the released version. You let me know which one you think is heavier because, uh, I don't know, I'm biased. I like my mix. <laughs> but uh, you tell me. That'll be the homework this week. I hope you did good on your homework last week. How many of you, uh, how many of you tried the rumple mitts there? Hmm? Were you paying attention? Uh, you didn't. You didn't think I'd check? I checked. Anyway, uh, you tell me which uh, version. Put this up against the released one. You guys, tell me. Uh, I don't need to introduce it. You'll know it right away. I'll say uh, goodbye to you, fine folks. Talk at you next time. They're after us. They know we're still in here. They're after the place. They don't know why. They just remember. Remember that they want to be in here. What the hell are they? They're us, that's all. There's no more room in hell. What? Something my granddaddy used to tell us. You know Makumbo? Voodoo. Granddad was a priest in Trinidad. Used to tell us, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Surely not him. He's not going to listen to my nonsense. Talk at you next time.